see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Hey, fuck this Everybody shit. say fuck this shit. Hey, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Hey, fuck this Everybody shit. Everybody say What's going down? Welcome back to the Fuck This Shit Podcast. It's your boy Dre back again. Fucking, you know we're going to start this shit off the same way every single time. It's always about y'all. Thank y'all so much for all the likes, the shares, the support. Everything y'all do to show that y'all fuck with the podcast, man. I really appreciate it. And it just keep me going. It make me want to make this product better. It makes me want to be more consistent. All those things. So, like, I really appreciate that shit. Um... This week, the fucking giveaway boxes, uh, last week, I should say, everybody got their giveaway boxes. Um, so shout out to everybody who got a box. Takis, Zenobia, Brinkley, Haley, Sterling, all of y'all. Thank you so much for the fucking support. I'm glad y'all like your shit. Everybody, everybody had real good feedback about all of the merchandise or whatever. They really fucked with it. Um, most of y'all gave me my videos. Some of y'all still owe me a little video. If you owe me a video, I want, I want my video. A video of you, a video of you riding around with my shit on, don't count as an unboxing video. I need you to, to flack that shit out, you know what I'm saying? Let motherfuckers see them designs on that B. I need you to tag the podcast on the IG, maybe on Facebook if you want to. A couple people already did this shit on Facebook. I would actually rather you do it on Instagram, but whatever, as long as you do this shit, you do this shit, and I appreciate it. Um... I mean, it ain't like I'm going to ask for this shit back or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? And I still appreciate it the same. But let me get my little video, bro. You know, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Especially the girls, man. Y'all know. Y'all know motherfuckers be looking at all this shit. They're going to be like, y'all be getting all the clicks and the likes and shit. They're going to be like, where you get that from? You're going to be like, oh, I got it from this little podcast that I be listening to. They're going to be like, oh, what? You listen to podcasts, girl? And they ain't really going to check my shit out. They just going to use my shit to try and slide. But, but. A few of them niggas, you know what I'm saying, might listen. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to be fucking with my shit. And then I'm going to get more. And then, you know what I'm saying, we're going to be building as a as a team. Y'all, yeah, niggas, I feel like, I don't know if y'all realize, y'all who listening right now, y'all is in on the ground floor right now. Like, I plan on, I like, I feel like we got to a point quality-wise of the podcast where, like, we can start to expect this thing to become a larger entity than what what it is right now. So for all of y'all who in right now, boy, y'all was here when the nigga was in the closet. Y'all, right now I'm shooting in the gym. Y'all are with me shooting in the gym. So, you know, whatever. You know, be proud of that shit. This is this is ours. We building this. But uh, For real, though, um, thank y'all. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations for winning that shit. You feel me? And uh, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad y'all loving y'all stuff. Um, More news, right? So, the monthly donations shit i'm in that first of all I, I told you on the last episode i don't even like the vibe of donations we switching it over to su- the subscriptions i'm gonna keep pushing this more and more i really want y'all to sign up for the subscriptions because the niggas who got it is gonna get shit that y'all don't get period even if you wanted to I, I said y'all part of the original group the founding family of the fuck this shit podcast if you will you're gonna miss out on exclusive content if you don't sign up for the for the subscriptions you see it's wednesday I told you every other Wednesday I'm coming with an episode. I'm on time with this shit. I'm asking for money. Content is coming consistently. I'm gonna be on top of my shit. So when I tell you it's gonna be, it's gonna be shit for y'all. The other niggas don't get when you get the subscription. That's what it's gonna be. New episodes will be locked for a full week. It's people who get the subscriptions will get episodes a week earlier. Any bonus episode will remain locked forever. So if you ever want, so any bonus episodes, if you don't have a subscription, you'll never hear that shit unless you know a nigga who does. You have to get the subscription episodes on the fucking bootleg, you feel me? Because we locking the shit down. I can see the episodes in the past that got the most views, the most famous, most popular episodes, the episodes that niggas be going back and listening to. When y'all be like, fuck your job, you want to go back and listen to fuck the bosses. You know what I'm saying? When y'all want to go and be like, oh, you want to be messy and you want to be like, what Jerry was talking about with his baby mama? Dead. That shit locked. If you ain't got the subscription, you ain't going to be able to hear that shit. So go ahead and hop on with your boy and fuck with us because the subscription service is going to offer a myriad of benefits that you're going to want to be a part of. That's all I'm saying. It's going to be $4.99. It's going to start next month. Uh, matter of fact, two weeks from today, when I do the next podcast episode, uh, the subscription service will be live. Um, and that the episode a week, 
the episode, the next episode, two weeks from today, will be the last episode that you get on the day that it releases, unless you're a part of the subscription service. We locking this shit down. We about to monetize this shit. We about to get everything together so that we can get the mass producing the merchandise and everybody can get to coming on. We got new designs for the shirts and shit like that, nigga. I got, I mean, I would just tell you, it's just bucket hats, bro. That's the, the thing that was missing. It was bucket hats. I wanted some bucket hats. I thought that shit would be dummy fly. I, they on back order. We're going to have the hats, nigga. We're going to have all kinds of shit. Um, and we're going to do another giveaway kind of thing. Like, uh. It's going to be like little things that we got to do as a little community of the, of the Fuck This Shit podcast. I think I'm going to make a Reddit, you know what I'm saying, so that it could be like a real... I'm, I'm telling y'all, bro, we about to start building this community up, bro. The Fuck This Shit podcast is about to be something real fucking dope and player. Like, I'm just fucking excited, honestly. I'm really excited to see where this shit is going to go in the next little while. And uh, I just really fucking appreciate y'all for being a part of this shit. Um, with, with that being said, man... We're going to get right into the first segment of this week's episode. You know, it is time for... Real nigga story time. All right, y'all. So, a couple of weeks, I maybe a week or two ago, I go back to Oklahoma. As a matter of fact, Labor Day weekend, I went back to Oklahoma. And before I went... Uh, I'm planning on going, first of all, this this how life be when you got kids. My initial plans, I plan on going by myself. I've been stressed out lately, y'all. I've been going through a lot of bullshit. And I was just like, I'm going to go by myself, pull up to Oklahoma City on some chill shit, see my friends, kick it for Labor Day weekend, stop back home for a minute and come back. When you got kids, you can't ever do no shit like that. Because it's like, they always want to come. And, like, you can't just be like, nah, fuck you, little nigga. Because it ain't really that. Like, so my daughter's like, it's like four days before I leave, maybe. And I'm like, it's like in conversation. I'm like, she's asking me about something we could do over the weekend. I'm like, oh, we can't do that because I won't be here. She's like, oh, well, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to Oklahoma. Oh, can I come? Like, bro, and like, to be clear, she wasn't trying to come like and kick it with me and my friends or whatever. Like her mom lives in Oklahoma. Her friends are in Oklahoma. She really wanted to go see her friends. And she like really on some can I bum a ride with you? But I'm like, when I go by myself, y'all, it just be like, I'm a, some niggas don't be on the road. I be on the road. When I be on the road, y'all, I just go there. I fill up the car and I drive to my destination. I eat before I leave, and I eat when I get there. I might piss in a water bottle on the way there. I'm not stopping unless I have to get gas or unless I'm about to die. Like, I'm about to fall asleep behind the wheel and crash into a ditch. I'll be like, fuck it. I'll finally pull over. And, nigga, I be, I done had a few times where I done drifted. You know what I'm saying? I know it, it ain't safe. I, ain't, I don't make a habit of it no more. But my point is I don't be trying to stop. I'm trying to go straight the fuck through. And when you got passengers, especially female passengers, Motherfuckers be needing to stop and piss and shit like that. And you be like, dude, this is taking longer. Motherfuckers be all hungry and shit. You be like, this is taking longer. And then honestly, like I'm in a position where I'm just trying to clear my mental space and like just like the decompress all of this bullshit that's been going on. And like I just wanted that space. With that being said, I'm actually really really glad she came. Um I always feel like me and her have really good conversations when we talk. I feel like y'all got that vibe on the podcast she was on. She wants to be on another episode soon, so y'all be looking forward for that. Um, y'all haven't got your last uh, last taste of Brianna uh, in the podcast studio type shit. Um, but we have some great conversations on the way up there. You know what I'm saying? I feel like in a lot of ways as a parent, like you want to like, shy away from your kids when you had these moments where like you're not in the best mental space but in truth like you could kind of lean into them a little bit in those moments more than you realize because they already know and just kind of like i don't know the way your kids look up to you like you could talk to them about stuff in a way that you know isn't really going to change the way they look at you it's just going to like give them a little bit more balanced view of the world maybe like and maybe i'm like naive for believing that that's the way it goes down but that's the vibe i got but 
That's not why we're here today. That's not why this drive is a part of Real Nigga Storytime. That's not why we're talking about this right now. We're talking about this because as we're driving, we we looking around or whatever, you know, peeping the scenery, and we see some windmills. You know what I'm saying? Big white windmills. My 14-year-old daughter looks at me and says, Daddy, I just feel like those use more power than they make. I stopped confused like genuinely not understanding what the fuck my child is talking about right now so i say what the fuck are you talking about right now brianna and she says you know like they're using more power like i don't understand the point of them it's like they're using more power so immediately i realized by her saying that you think that you don't realize that the wind is moving the windmill, you think the windmill is... So I'm like, what the fuck do you think that is in front of you right now? Like, do you think that, like... Do you think that's a fan? Like, do you think that windmills make the wind? Like, what do you... I don't understand. Like, what... What did you think was fucking happening? So she's like, I don't know. I just... I don't even know. To be honest, listen. And this was where it gets... She said, to be honest, I wasn't even... I didn't even know that that's what a windmill was. So I'm already knowing that my child being the slow, like, oh my God, she's so smart, y'all. Honors classes, y'all had her, y'all heard her on the podcast. She's so dumb. She's so dumb. I thought, I didn't realize that they wanted me to teach special needs kids because I have 14 years of experience with one. Like, my baby is just not all the way there. She looks at me and I know that she's thinking that windmills are like the things from cartoons, like from Courage the Cowardly Dog, like, so I'm like, what the fuck did you think that was? Pointing at this big ass windmill. And bro, if y'all don't know, for whatever reason, if you listen to this podcast, you don't know what a windmill looks like now. They're the big white looking towers with like the little pointy spike looking things that go around. Like those are windmills. Like this nigga looks at me and says, I don't know, power tower, bro. Y'all, I've never been so disappointed in my child like I just don't understand like this whole time you didn't realize that women the wind pushes the the wind pushes the and then that makes the power and y'all that's that's all I got for the story I don't know if that I don't know if that blew y'all like it did me I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna have to y'all have to let me know you know what I'm saying I know I know that they can't all be hits in the same way. Maybe it's one of those you had to be theirs. I don't know. You have to tell me. But when I tell y'all that, when that child looked at me and said, I think, I don't understand. They use more power than they make. It just, wow. I don't know. I, mean, I told y'all that real nigga story time would have like a moment where like, you know, I'm a real nigga or someone else is a real nigga in the story that like makes it real nigga story time. For this one, like the only thing that make it real story nigga story time is the fact that I'm a real nigga and I was there. Because all this was was dub nigga story time with Bree. <laughs> I love my baby though, but whatever. Y'all, I'm gonna give I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this shit here and I'm gonna go into a little quick break. Y'all know what it is, a little advertisement, and then we actually gonna jump into the episode. Um, this is going to be a short one. Uh, I just really wanted to kind of talk about like the mental space that I've been in lately. Um, kind of like my fluctuating mental health type things. Like I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not crazy or anything. It's not going to be like a super sad episode or nothing, but, and it's not going to be a super long episode. This will be a kind of a short episode this week, but I almost didn't do the podcast this week because like, I'm just like, in this weird fucking space, right? And uh I was just like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm a, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do the podcast and, and then I'm gonna just talk about it. Like I'm a, that's what we're gonna talk about today. And if if this isn't what y'all fuck with on the content level, then you know, don't listen to it. No, I'm playing. Honestly, real talk, uh, a, a quick moment. Y'all feel free to give all the feedback in the world on this fucking podcast. Like when I said that shit earlier about how like I consider this like a family, like a community, like the the ones of y'all who are the early listeners to this podcast. Like, I really mean that shit. So anything that you want to hear more of, less of, if it's a good idea, a great idea, a bad idea, like 
and put your fucking two cents in it and, and let's get that cracking. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to to do a Reddit, like an actual community space. You know what I'm saying? Or like you subscribe to the subreddit. I don't know if you really fuck with Reddit. You know what I'm saying? If you do, it's like you got to subscribe to the subreddits and then like everybody is like in this community type shit. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 I don't know. It's Reddit can be dope once you really, once you really fuck with it. If you don't already fuck with Reddit, it's whatever. Like it's, it's this one, it's another like early stage thing at a podcast. I'm trying to get started that way. These things are already in place as things start to get bigger. Um, anyway, like I said, I'm gonna give you this little break. We're gonna get into the episode. Y'all give me just a moment. We'll be right back. All right, y'all. So on to the main episode. Um, I'm not sure what I'm gonna call it, man. Probably fuck mental health or fuck my mind or fuck my thoughts. I don't know. Like, shit's just been weird lately, y'all. Y'all know that I've been telling y'all that it's gonna be a series that I'm gonna do about the whole like breakup, me and my me and my baby mama breaking up, or whatever. Like, uh just how that went down and you know what I'm saying like the relationship as a whole I don't know if I've been clear about it like I'm gonna I'm do it all the way from like us starting talking all the way to current day and it's gonna be super one-sided like it's gonna be it's just gonna be like it's gonna be just like the episode about my other baby mama but like less I don't know I me and Lay don't have the same relationship that me and Jessica do so like it's still a little bit it's gonna be different it's really more complicated and that's really why I think it's gonna make for such great content because it's a lot of layers to it um but ultimately like when I say it's one-sided I mean like it's just my point of view like I it's impossible for me to step inside somebody else's body and tell y'all what they were thinking at any given moment I can only guess like I can only tell y'all what it looked like to me and how I acted as a result. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I could give y'all because that's all I know. Um, but when I give it to y'all, I'm going to give y'all my side of it raw. Like, y'all know the end of breakup, you be doing stupid shit. You be doing shit where you do not look like your best self. And I'm not really the type of person to shy away from that. Like, it's some shit that I did that, like, I'm going to tell y'all about. Like, it's some shit that I'm a, I'm a, it's, it's going to be a lot to process. But regardless of that, I am still going through all of that and processing all of that. We work together. Like for y'all who don't know that, like we work together. So we still have to see each other all the fucking time outside of the fact that we have to like balance having a child together and like all this other goofy shit. Like it's, it's complicated as fuck. It's really fucking complicated. And I am an overthinker. Like that's one thing I've always been. Um, when I look back, like even to being a kid, um, and I think I may have talked about this on a podcast before when I met one of my best friends, Jacoby, I was, I had moved in next door. They were playing basketball and I was literally standing in the driveway next door, watching them play basketball, basically going over my head, all the reasons why they wouldn't want to play with me. Like, and I was like seven, eight years old and to like be in that space, like that young, like it really does kind of like. To me, it highlights that like your your mental disposition is, is to me is genetic. When I say genetic, I don't necessarily mean that it like comes directly from your parents in the sense of like it mirrors them, but like genetic in the sense of like it is wired into you though. Like not necessarily everything that you do say or feel is is already predetermined, but like kind of like the stance that you take when you when you when you like process things mentally i think that that's kind of embedded you know what i'm saying for me i think about every possible thing so when like i talk to other people and they tell me they're overthinkers i super empathize with them and i really don't usually have any advice for them because i ain't figured it out yet i still do it because like what you find yourself doing is like trying to get to the bottom of so that you're not in this position again or trying to like anticipate all of the bad things so that you don't end up in a bad position and it's like for me what i what i found was the most effective way of dealing with that was to just do everything was to just be wildly impulsive um when i finally broke through that barrier of 
I won't do. I'm, I'm afraid to and I'm overthinking. I was just like, I'm going to do everything that come up. If it sounds like a good idea, I'm going to do the shit. If it, if it sounds cool, I'm in. And that was beneficial to me in a lot of ways, but it was detrimental to me in a lot of ways, too. It was never really me learning how to process it effectively so much as me just figuring out that, like, it was a disadvantage, in my opinion. So I had to put it to the side. And that's all I really did was put it to the side. I never really addressed it. So now I stand 31 years old, the overthinker that I've always been. And I get in these spaces where I start overthinking everything. You know what I'm saying? And the relationship shit is like a caveat to at this point, whenever you start thinking like, okay, I I went and got this degree and I'm supposed to teach, but what they pay teachers is not really enough to maintain the lifestyle that I have right now. I still have to do this on the side. I still have to serve on the side. And, but I, but my job is so inconsistent now. And like my money is this and what happens if that, and I mean, like I'm talking about like, I'm overthinking and stressing myself out over situations that genuinely haven't even occurred yet. Some of things that have occurred that are really so small And then like genuinely knowing at the end of the day that like I do have a support system around me that's like not going to let me collapse while I'm in the middle of trying to better myself. So like it's just it's just difficult. And I think what I've had to really address is how that bleeds over into other things in my life and how it makes it difficult for me to really operate on a level that's like necessary at this point, like. I got two kids. I have a lot of bills. I have a lot of responsibilities and I have a lot of things that are on my plate. So whenever I get in these spaces, it's immediately you start to get behind. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like everybody who deals with these things understands what I mean by that. Like when you really let yourself get in that fog, you look up and you like, man, I haven't done shit. Like I just been like barely going through the motions. Like, Perfect example for me, right? Right now. Uh, I told y'all a while ago that I finished school. I did finish school. Um, I finished all my college courses or whatever. And I had two English credits that I had been able to get uh, applied to my associate's degree because of an advanced placement test that I took in high school. Um, But I didn't score high enough for the school that I'm in now. They were like, fuck that. You're not as smart as you think you are. You have to retake this class. But you could do it through this like third party source and it's self-paced and you can knock it out real fast. And y'all, if you if you know me, I am way more likely to undersell how smart I am than oversell it. So when I tell you that that shit is easy, it's easy as fuck. Like. It's so fucking easy. It, it really is. It's incredibly easy. I could have legitimately finished all of it in two weeks. And the way it's set up, right, it's set up for a goofy nigga like me, right? You pay this flat fee and then it's a hundred dollars a month for every month it takes you to do it after that. But you know, I'm like, it ain't gonna take me more than a month to do it because it's easy as fuck. But then I get into this little mental space and I'm not really paying attention to that shit. And then I'm doubting, do I even want to teach? Why do I want to do these things? And like really just getting in my head about all of it in a way that's like making me not be motivated anymore. So I, I sit the classes down. I'm not even doing them. I'm, 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 I didn't pay for two months and to, and like to show you how fast the time goes, I, I'm telling y'all before I sat down to do this episode, I didn't realize how long it had been that I really been in this, in this space because to be clear today, I feel fine. Like I don't, I'm not really in a bad space today. I had, I got pissed off today at the fucking furniture store on some fuck shit. I'll tell y'all about that later. But, um, nigga, the new 2k came out. I pre-ordered that shit. Um, I've been in here getting my game on. I don't give a fuck. Now I'm getting it in, bro. Like life is falling down up around me, but I got my game and I really love 2k. So like, I've been very invested in that and it's been very distracting in a way that I've needed to be honest with you. Like to not be thinking about shit. I'd be here by myself and I actually want time by myself again. It's been a long time since I wanted to be alone. And Something as simple as a video game, man. I have a friend who struggles with her mental health tremendously. Like, so much so that it scares me. Like, but she's a gamer. And 
she's grown, but she she stays with her mom now. You know what I'm saying? Whatever circumstances or whatever. Her mom is like, you need to put that game down. That game makes it worse. And I feel like, man, this is crazy how she doesn't understand how that game, as small a thing as it can be to some people, can really be like a moment of escape that people really need that like ain't hurting no fucking body. So, you know, whatever. My whole point is that like, you you don't realize how long you've been in it because it's not every day. You don't feel bad every day. At least I don't. I can't speak for everybody, but I don't be in a constant state of depression when I get in these little fogs. I have days where I feel amazing. It's more like my mom swears I got bipolar disorder, but I, I don't. I don't think it's that deep. I understand why she feels that way. Um, and the only reason why I I feel like it's not actually that is only because number one, like my my associates is in psychology, so like I've taken a a good amount of psychology courses or whatever. But um, because that's it's, it's, it's intentional. Like it's not like a roller coaster that I can't necessarily control. Um, at least like the the cycling up thing. Like I don't get like in these states of mania that I can't control. Like I'm trying to make myself happy. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to like seek out things that I know will like make me respond with happiness. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, because I know that the, the, now the thing that makes it, I feel like really makes it look like that is because when I do get in my head, because I'm such an overthinker, when I get in my head about that negative shit, I can just spiral so fast. Um, but I don't naturally pull out of that and I don't naturally fall into it, to be honest with you. Like it's, it's my thing I feel like is, is genuinely just like overthinking. Like it's like, um, trying to think of a fucking word neurosis. No, that might not be it, but that might mean like your brain getting eaten from inside. Like it, but neurotic. Maybe that's what it is. Like, I, I don't know. Whatever. I can't think of the word, but the point is like, I really just be in my fucking head and looking to see that I paid two months on this course, which means that it's been three months since I finished and could have like had everything taken care of or whatever. But then like I got in my head and like all this time has passed and I didn't realize that like I've really been in this fog that's been holding me back from like clearly making decisions about my life. Um, and like I said, that's something that I struggle with at different points in my life. And I've moved as a result of it. One of the times I moved to Ohio, man, I was just fucking depressed. <laughs> like, so I moved to Ohio. Like I fucking, I've done a lot of things just out of depression, like just being fucking sad and not wanting to be in that space anymore. One thing about me is that like, and I don't mean this as a negative. Uh, I don't mean this as a shot at anybody because I, I don't, and, and I'm not wording this correctly. I feel like it appears that some people, I, this, and that's why I'm gonna put it this way. I feel like it appears that some people like, like to be in that space where like they get sad or they get depressed and it's like, they're unwilling to do anything about it to change it. Um, and I, I don't think that's what it is. I know that that's not what it is because I, I I have had the feelings that those people have. And even though I don't act on them the same way, I know no one with those feelings would just sit in them intentionally. You know what I'm saying? So I know that's not what it is. I'm just trying to kind of identify like the other side of that and other people. I don't I don't know what motivates it. I'm just, I just feel like when I put it that way, when you hear it, you'll know the the kind of person I'm talking about. And like I said, I don't mean that in a disparaging way. It's just different because instead of doing that, what I do is just something or what I have historically done is just something. I'll just find anything that feels better right now. Um, And I'm really, really trying to be cognizant about not doing that in this instance. Um. I'm trying to like kind of process these things in a more clear way. That way I could kind of like find tools that allow me to do this on a more consistent basis. Because like I said, it's been a lifelong issue. The way I overthink things and the way that I can spiral into things that I can't really control. And like, I'm learning how much I care what other people think about me. I'm learning how much 
I'm learning that the way that I speak to people sometimes doesn't get across my point in the way that I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? And then like that gives me the task of like needing to work on that in some way. And and these are things that like I'm grappling with, but trying to like process them in a healthy way, not like in that overthinking way that I have in the past. Um, one of the things that really made me realize that too was I was talking to I was talking to Jacoby. I was talking to Jacoby, my, one of my best friends, and he recently started teaching, and he was just telling me like how fucked up the school system was at first. You know what I'm saying? Like not like just the system, but like just how fucked up like the politics of it all are, and how difficult it is to do, and you know, disconnect between some of the teachers and the students, and just like just kind of identifying like what the environment is like, but. His over his his biggest sentiment was like how rewarding it was, like how much he could tell that his presence in that in that area like influenced those kids positively and gave them like another space that they could like feel safe in, and that's why I wanted to teach. Like that is literally what made me want to start teaching. The money part about it, the fact that I would have to do all these other things to supplement my income to ensure that everything else like touched. As far as like my finances are concerned, that was all worth it because I knew the impact that I could have in that space. And that conversation I had with him really opened up my eyes to one of the things that I've got to start focusing on when I not even when I get in these spaces, but to avoid these spaces, which is like constantly having something that I am involved in and that I feel like I'm building towards and working towards. And that includes this podcast that includes kind of tailoring my work towards my career and not my job and not being afraid to take that leap. You know what I'm saying? To move over. I've been thinking about moving to a fine dining restaurant and leaving where I'm at now. And there's, I've made excuses for why I haven't done it sooner. And I'm kind of at a point now where I feel like I'm holding myself back by not taking that step. And if I just do it, I'm going to figure out a way to make it all work out and like having having these things that I'm involved in that I'm trying to like make myself better at instead of like this this place where I'm just complacent and I'm just going in and doing the same thing every day. I don't even enjoy the environment. The atmosphere is toxic. The I just hate it. I just feel like that's what I need is to is to like be more willing to 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 in in immerse myself in those kind of things you know what I'm saying and then also in my family you know what I'm saying my family and my kids like the other day me and Bree went to go see Candyman like that shit was fun as fuck me and Bree went to eat the other day like I've been going on little me and Bree been going on little dates and shit like it's just fun like it's, it's been really cool to be able to like spend that time with my daughter um I don't work on Wednesdays at all. It's the first day of the week that I had a baby and me and her spend all day together on Wednesdays every week. And even though it's only one day a week, like getting to spend that much time with my baby just for, you know what I'm saying, nonstop, just me and her, it's fucking priceless. Like, I love it. Um, and when I'm in these spaces, like, I don't be worried about that other shit. I don't be worried about that bullshit. Um, and it's 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 easier said than done. That's one of the things that, like, I kind of recognize clearly. And I feel like people who deal with this stuff know, like, it's so much easier said than done. And, like, a lot of these things that I'm talking about are things that I've had in my life over the past few months. Like, I just haven't really been looking at them in the in the mental frame that I should. Um, something else even, like, and this is, like, kind of specific to the thing that I want to kind of make in the series or whatever. But, like, one of the things is that. In this breakup, I kept the house, but I didn't keep all the stuff in it. I kept um, most of it, but like, I don't have a couch. Like, I don't have like little things. And like, this is like a really nice house that I pay a lot of money to live in. And it just feels so dry and empty. And it's like, I was going to try and, and move sooner, but then like, I'm not, I feel like I'm going to need to wait probably until the beginning of the year to realistically do what I want to do the right way without rushing it. And one of the things I was saying is that I wasn't, I was like, I'm just going to save money. I'm not going to get furniture. I'm not going to do this. But I had to be honest with myself today about like some of the things that I need in order to foster my mental health. And one of those things is like, I need nice things around me. I'm not going to lie to y'all to come home to a living room that don't have a couch in it 
and my TV sitting on the coffee table. It's this big ass fucking TV. I have 65 inch TV sitting on the coffee table and no couch in this nice ass house. Y'all listen, the ghetto. I can't do it. Like it's just, I think that I'm underestimating how much that is impacting my mental state as well. Like to have to walk home and that be what I see when I walk in the door is fucking with me more than I wanted to admit. I think so. It's something I got to address. Um, so I went to go buy a motherfucking couch today and you know what? We, I feel like, do y'all feel like we properly address mental health? Are y'all tired of talking about this? I feel like I said pretty much everything I have to say. Embrace your kids, fucking find some shit. I'm not, cause I don't feel like I'm even, I'm not here to give y'all advice. I'm here to process this through with y'all. Today was like y'all being my therapist almost. This was like me using the podcast as therapy to kind of process through some thoughts and kind of like say out loud what it is that I'm doing to make myself better in my opinion. So like, I feel like we can end it here. We can end it right here. The actual main thing. And we can do something that, I mean, this will be a first of the podcast. I can do this because this is mine. It's ours. We can do what we want. Y'all can tell me how you feel about it. But I think that we're going to have, um, we're going to run it back. We're going to do this two more times. So y'all buckle your seatbelts because we have uh, a second a rendition of real nigga story time so today in response to me realizing that it's imperative to my mental health for me to get a motherfucking couch from my living room i go to gallery furniture I don't know if you're from the Houston area. If you're from the Houston area, you probably know about Gallery Furniture. Gallery Furniture, home to Mattress Mac, who does all of these wonderful humanitarian efforts whenever uh, Houston has like these big natural disasters and shit. He's always holding down the city and doing all kinds of dope shit for people. And listen, that shit is player. That's dope. I actually fuck with Mattress Mac heavy for that. And I always wanted to go to Gallery Furniture type shit. Another little caveat you know what I'm saying? Your boy credit ain't always been amazing. I've been really working on my credit and get my shit to a position where I know I can just walk into any furniture store and get me some furniture finance. You feel what I'm saying? Where I'm not in a position where I'm like, oh, is they going to be telling me you got to do the the 90 days, same as cash. After that, it's 8,000% interest for a couch that usually only be $24, but we're going to charge you $17,092 for. Like, that's usually my experience. And now I'm in a position where I can do different things. So I'm like, I'm going to go to Gallery Furniture. I'm going to find me a nice-ass couch. And full disclosure, like... My baby mama starts to come to my house to like drop the baby off and shit like that. You know, I'm on, I'm gonna get me some nice ass shit. Like I'm not, nigga, I'm I'm not one of the motherfuckers. I'm not petty by any means, but also like I'm human, bro. Like don't nobody like, bro, don't nobody want to break up with somebody and then get shit that's less than what y'all had when you was together afterwards. You gotta level up, bro. Like it's the fucking rules. Like so anyway. I'm, try, I'm going in here to find me a player-ass couch or whatever. Um, and when I walk in the door, it's a, it's, a, it's a dude standing up there or whatever. And he's like, uh, you know, welcome to gallery. He's like, you know, what's up? Welcome to gallery furniture. I'm like, yeah, what's going on or whatever. And I should have got the vibes off the rip because he's just kind of like, like not really saying shit. Like, he's like, yeah, like, uh, so I'm like, yeah, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, you, have you been here before or whatever? I'm like, nah. He's like, well, what are you looking for? I was like, I'm looking for a couch. I was like, I'm looking for a black couch. He was like, oh, black couch? He was like, you want leather or fabric? I was like, fabric. He was like, we don't have a black fabric couch. Um, He's like, those people don't sell. We don't really sell those anymore, whatever, whatever. Which he they didn't. Like, I walked through the whole store uh, throughout the course of the store. They didn't. He wasn't, he wasn't wrong about that, whatever. But he's like... So I'm like, okay, well, you know, I still, I need a couch. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if they don't, if that's not really, you know what I'm saying, big no more and I'm a, I'm a struggle to find what I want on that note, then it's not that big a deal. Let me see what y'all do got type shit. So we walk in the store. Gallery furniture is fucking huge, y'all. You know what I'm saying? My man's just like, yeah, you know, here's some couches right here. And then he just kind of starts pointing. He's like, yeah, you can walk down that way. And then you just make a left and go around and there's more stuff there and blah, blah, blah. You know, and if you see something you like, and you just tell him to page me. Now, I'm giving the, this man's character way more energy than he had in real life. That's just the words that he said. He was dry as fuck with everything. But I'm like, you know, whatever. I'm 
two things. Number one, I'm watching other salesmen walk through this whole motherfucker with their little customers or whatever. And I already like everything ain't about being black and all this other shit or whatever. But like, cause he was black too. He was African. He wasn't black. Like, it, and it's it's just it's different. Cause they whatever they feel a way about us sometimes too. But it was just like he kind of disregarded the whole situation. Like, like yeah, go look around for some shit or whatever and and, and whatever. But. I didn't really trip still because that's actually how I like to shop. I don't want you to stand next to me the whole time. I am just going to walk around until I see something I like it and I'll find you. So even though I felt like he was kind of doing it on some sneaks, whatever shit, I did still didn't really address it. And I was just like, it's cool. I'll go look around. So I'm looking around this whole fucking store looking for a couch that I like. And first of all, let me tell y'all, they told me. He's like, yeah, we don't do the black uh, fabric couches anymore because those really aren't in style. I should have took some pictures of some of the ugly ass motherfucking couches they had in there talking about what I wanted wasn't in style. Like, I'm just a tacky ass nigga when y'all got these ugly ass motherfucking couches in here. But all this shit went ugly. I ain't trying to say that. But they had some ugly rib, some relics in that bitch, some shit. Nigga with the nigga, why do they still even make the furniture with the little with the little buttons looking things like around the arms all the way around? Like nigga, who's still buying that ugly shit? Anyway, if you got that shit in your crib, I'm sorry. It's ugly. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You got grandma furniture. Put some plastic on your ugly ass shit. Anyway. Um I'm I'm walking through the store or whatever. I'm looking for the furniture or whatever. And like <laughs> one thing about Texas, bro, you gon' come across some crazy shit. In the middle of this store is this whole room that when I tell you it looks like the inside of a bald eagle's asshole. Like the whole room is like it's you can hear like them playing this weird ass patriotic music. You can hear it kind of faintly throughout the store, but when you get through the entryway of the middle, it gets loud because inside the room, that shit is blaring. Like, it's this weird-ass, loud, patriotic-ass, white-ass music. You walk in the room, the whole room is painted red, white, and blue stripes all the way around. There's literally a statue of Ronald fucking Reagan in the room. Dude, what in the Texas, bro? Like, Texas always has some shit that's, like, dope and then, like, weirdly, like, weirdly conservative in a weird way that was unnecessarily like placed here like why is ronald reagan in the furniture store but any whatever anyway so i go through this whole store and i find a couch that i like first of all hindsight is 2020 this couch was gray but it was very 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 dark gray it was a sectional which i asked for it was also by the door damn near. And I'm just thinking if I'm a salesman like that's even remotely competent and a nigga tells me he wants a black fabric couch, maybe a sectional, I'm going to definitely be like, I don't have black, but I have that one right over there. And he didn't even like, we should have let me know he's a goofy ass nigga. But anyway, so I finally find a couch that I like. I go to the front. I had him page the nigga. They page Francis. Francis is this nigga's name. They page fucking Francis. I'm sitting up there for like five, six minutes waiting on Francis to show up. Francis finally pops up. I'm like, what the fuck was Francis doing? But whatever. Francis comes up to me. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's like, hey, did you find something you liked? I was like, yeah, I actually like this couch right here. Me and Francis stand there looking like the fucking Spider-Man meme. Francis looks at me. I look at Francis. Francis looks at me. I look at Francis. I'm like... So, like, is there a protection plan? Like, do y'all offer a protection plan on the couch? Like, what's up? Like, are you going to fucking tell me something, bro? My nigga looks at me and says, oh, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, we do. We'll get to that later. Are you, uh, are you paying cash or? And I was like, no. Like, I was want to know what y'all's financing options are like y'all i'm confused at this point because i've i've bought a lot of things i've been to a lot of places and got stuff i've never had to like pull information out of a nigga like this they usually be like we have this that and the third whatever whatever so anyway i'm like no whatever so he's like well which which uh find it which one did you want to use 
Nigga, I don't fucking work here. I don't know what y'all have. What are you talking about? Which one do you want to use? Francis? Francis. The fuck? So, I'm like, I don't know what do y'all have, basically. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, well, if you don't mind me asking, like, what's your credit score? Like, what's your credit like? So, I tell him, like, what my credit's like. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm telling y'all, like, I, I wouldn't be in this motherfucker if I didn't know that my credit was good enough for you to run for me to get some motherfucking furniture. Like, so, whatever. Like, he runs my, he's like, he's like, I tell him whatever. And he's like, so, oh, so do you want to go through the Wells Fargo option? I'm like, yes, nigga. Like, if that's the option that like, bro, like you still haven't even told me what the Wells Fargo option is. Like, he's not telling me like what they offer, like what the rates are, nothing. He's not telling me shit. Like, he's like, well, to do that, then we'll have to do the credit check or whatever. I'm like, that's fine. I'm, I'm like, I, I'm aware of how this process goes. So whatever we sit down. And we start doing the credit check. This is y'all. Let me tell y'all. I really like the couch. This show y'all how much I really like the couch because honestly, y'all, I should have already been gone. But whatever. We sit down and do the information. I, I'm telling them my information or whatever, and I'm telling them my address. My address. One of the words is, is like. I'm not. I know this is a small community now, but I'm definitely not about to put my motherfucking address on no motherfucking podcast. It's a. Uh, Okay, so so my mom used to stay on the street called Hillsdale Bridge Lane, right? Imagine that I still live on Hillsdale Bridge Lane. If I'm trying to tell him my address and I'm like Hillsdale Bridge and he's like, okay, how do I abbreviate the bridge? As though like bridge is like the like like street or way or 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 whatever, right? And I'm like you don't abbreviate that. That's part of the name. You abbreviate uh, the lane or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, okay, whatever. So he's going through all of this or whatever, and he's doing my my information. And he's like, I don't know why it's not working on this on this uh, tablet. So one of his coworkers starts to walk by, and he tries to stop his coworker, and he's like, uh, he's like, hey, do you think you can help me with this? Da 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 da. Y'all, when I tell you the way they co-worker blew him off, should have let me know Francis was the dumbest son bitch in the building. He was like, oh, yeah, no, I got I got a customer. I don't have time for that. Walks the fuck off. I'm like, bro, I'm dealing with a dumbass nigga. Then my man pulls out his cell phone and starts putting it. He's like, I'm going to try it on my cell phone, which like infuriated me, bro, because like it's son, it's certain shit, bro, that like and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm just like. You wouldn't do this if I was a white man. It's no way that you would take a white man's personal information and start typing in your cell phone. And because I've worked on the other end of this industry and I know that what you're putting this into is genuinely just a website that you could type into anything and whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm not overwhelmingly suspicious about the whole thing, but it is still low key disrespectful because you do not treat me with the same kind of like reverence that you would treat another guest, another customer. Right. Whatever is that that could be in my head. Right. Me telling y'all I'm an overthinker, whatever. Um, he can't get it on his phone goes and gets another fucking iPad at this point this man has three iPads in front of him trying to put it in and trying to enter the same information in and get the website through to submit then this man sits there and looks at me and says maybe I abbreviated the second word wrong y'all this is the whole word I told him don't abbreviate in the fucking first place this is the whole I said, bro, I told you, you can't abbreviate that. That's a part of the fucking street name. He's sitting there. I said, you know what, bro? Just give me my fucking driver's license. Just give me my license. My man look at me talking about, are you sure? Are you sure? Yes, nigga. I'm sure as fuck. I'm overwhelmingly sure. Yes, I'm sure. I'm I'm good. I, I, I'm good. I'm just going to go. He's like, oh, well. Do you want a card? No, I don't need a card. I'll definitely remember your name forever. Francis, please believe a nigga will never, ever forget you with your bitch ass. The most incompetent nigga ever. The real nigga part of this story time is when I walk the fuck out. Nigga, that's where the real nigga part comes in. God damn it. Goofy ass nigga, bro. That shit pissed me. Bruh, had me and this bitch lit legit hot. 
missed out on an easy ass sale. A nigga walking in his motherfucker just came off a breakup trying to buy some shit to prove a point that he don't even need to prove. And you done fucked it up because your ass don't know how to listen to the goddamn address with your dumb ass. Nigga even gonna look at me, bro, when I pointed at the couch. He gonna look at me and say, are you sure this is gonna fit where you live? Nigga, what? Bro, like the, bruh. Real nigga story time is over, bro. That's all I got to say about that shit. Francis damn near got fucked up fucking with me. I'm going to take uh, one more break. We're going to do uh, white people do this. Uh, and then we're going to be the fuck up out of here, y'all. Okay, for the final segment of the podcast, this week's episode, this week's segment of White People Do This, we are going to talk about the Texas abortion ban. And I know you're like, Texas isn't a white people, but boy, if you lived in Texas, you would know. Texas is very much a white people. Um, The way that they do their politics around this motherfucker, Texas might as well just be one singular old white man with a vendetta against everybody, brown, black, or woman. For whatever reason, that's just the way Texas runs. So, And this is directly going to go to bitch-ass Governor Abbott. So just bear with me. My my initial reason why I wanted to talk about this is because it genuinely baffles me the like infatuation that far-right conservatives have with like a woman's body and like whether or not they get an abortions or not, like to the point to where like they pass these voter laws that are so overwhelmingly restrictive that it's like, I just don't understand. Like, I just don't get it. Like, first of all, if you deny access to safe abortions, women will just go to like more extreme measures to get abortions. Like they will still happen. Like also like the system for which that we like, take care of kids who don't come up in environments that wish they're like ready to be raised is like shit like the foster care system and the child protective system is fucked up like if a motherfucker not in a position to have a kid and they cognizant enough and know that aware and they're aware enough to know that ahead of time and they don't want to have that baby that's they thing also this particular ban doesn't protect against incest or rape which is what this is really going to be about because this nigga Abbott said the dumbest shit I ever heard about that which to me is crazy that you should even have to make a caveat for something like that because in truth it's not like women are out here getting pregnant just to kill a baby like that that's the thing that kills me is I feel like these motherfuckers think that it's like this coalition of women who are going around fucking niggas raw getting pregnant on purpose just so that they can go pay to kill the baby they like oh i have this sick thing about murdering babies i never fucking seen and that's not how most abortions go down from what i understand by most i mean none i don't think there's any women who've been allegedly out here just getting pregnant so that they can go out here and kill a fucking baby bro like i just don't get it secondly like this particular law, they so fucking, they're evil, bro. Like, they almost evil geniuses. The way, the, the reason why this law got through and no other abortion law has gone through is because Texas specifically made it where, like, state officials are banned from, uh, and from, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically, they can't participate in this law. They can't use this. They can't. They can't bring charges against you. State officials are, are banned from using this. It's civilians this, who don't even have to be citizens of Texas. They can just be any fucking body can like bring about charges on you. Civil litigation because it's a civil charge on you uh, or any clinic that tries to give an abortion to someone who is suspected of being more than six weeks pregnant. And like that's one of the things that's like important because. That means that like any anonymous asshole can like bring about litigation against every abortion provider, essentially saying that they may have provided an abortion on a woman who is beyond six weeks and they have to fight that case now. So like those kind of things can bankrupt those those clinics and make them fall. I was even thinking about some shit about this that that. In regards to like right now, a lot the clinics aren't performing abortions in the, in the meantime at all because they're like it's not worth it. 
because we could get sued, all this other shit or whatever, and you've got all this legal red tape. But like they charge for the abortions. It's not like they're free and they don't charge for them just because like they get some sick pleasure out of like making you pay to kill a baby. Like it's because they need that money to stay open. So my question is how long could those clinics stay open just not providing services? Like still like in, in a way limiting abortion access in Texas, right? Like that's how like devious and criminal mastermind the motherfucking like shit is almost. It's like they're these weird like super villains against reproductive rights and voting rights on some weird shit. Like I just don't understand it. Like and the fucking head honcho, the governor of Texas, Greg Hot Wheels Abbott. And I call him Hot Wheels because it's funny. Number one. Number two, I call him Hot Wheels because he's in a wheelchair. If you didn't know, Greg Abbott is in a wheelchair and I call him Hot Wheels because of that. And I want to be clear. I don't just go around making fun of everybody in a wheelchair. It's a a Chris Rock joke that I think applies really well here. He say, like, if you walking around with one leg, I'm not just going to start talking about your one leg. But like if you would get into if, if I'm sitting at a red light and you run into me and you hop out of your car and you only got one leg, I'm gonna talk about the leg. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's certain things that you can do where like now it's on like i'm talking about whatever defects and energies and shit that you got i'm talking about that shit nigga i got all kinds of fat friends i be kicking it with them all the time i don't call them fat ever i don't be going out my way to be like oh you a fat ass nigga but if if i don't fuck with you and you a fat you a fat fuck and i'm gonna call you a sloppy fat fuck because we beefed out now this beef nigga is war it's war nigga and that's how i feel about hot wheels but anyway so my nigga greg hot wheels abbott the governor of texas when asked about the provision in this law that doesn't protect against rape or incest, when I tell you he said the most asinine, the dumbest, stupidest statement that I've ever heard in my life, this is one of those moments where I literally cannot tell you. I have to let the clip do the justice itself. I just have to let you hear this idiocy come out of this man's mouth. It doesn't require that at all because uh, obviously uh, it provides uh, at least six weeks uh, for a person uh, to be able to uh, get an abortion. And so for one, it doesn't provide that. That said, however, let's make something very clear. Rape is a crime and Texas will work tirelessly to make sure that we eliminate all rapists from the streets of Texas by aggressively going out and uh, arresting them and prosecuting them and getting them off the streets. So goal number one in the state of Texas is to eliminate rape so that no woman, no person will be a victim of rape. But in it, but in addition to that, we do want to make sure that we provide support for those who are victims of rape. And we have organizations that we as a state support that others support uh, to make sure that anybody who's victimized that uh, will get the support they need. Y'all. I didn't know. Real talk, I've been in Texas for three years. This whole time, I thought that they was already trying to get all the rapists off the street. I thought that as as a country, we had decided that rape wasn't it. I thought that we was already trying to get rid of rape, but that's my dumb ass. I'm not. A, that's why I'm not governor, because I thought that that was already an initiative of the justice system was to was to get rape. This nigga said we're going to eliminate rape as though this is a new idea that no one else has ever tried before. So first of all, the, the one thing that I noticed in this clip that I think needs to be highlighted, genuinely highlighted. Is the fact that when he said that, the room rang out in applause. It's a room full of niggas who heard a motherfucker say, it's cool that you can't get an abortion if you get raped. Because we're going to get rid of rape. Here in Texas, here in the good old state of Texas, we're going to get rid of rape. Bro, listen to me. This is what I mean when I tell y'all. I don't even understand how people don't give a fuck about like I get it that voting is not everything and it's not like the end all be all of the world but if you live in Texas and you realize that the nigga who gets to make the final call on rules like this on laws like this is a nigga who will boldface look at a camera and say it's cool if you get raped it's cool it's cool that we don't allow you to get an abortion if you get raped because we're gonna eliminate rape show such a closed-minded uninformed just 
ass backwards understanding of how the world really works. I cannot understand how given an opportunity to vote for any other nigga, you wouldn't just like do that. Like, I, I, I don't I don't understand at all. Like, I'm, I'm not even going to cap it, y'all. That's one thing that I'm not. I, I The podcast has moved far from the political stance that it used to take in the beginning. I know it still like rings out every once in a while, but situations like this really just like emphasize to me that these things are so fucking important. Like voting is so important. It's not it's not the the end all be all. All politicians are crooked, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I feel y'all on that. That shit has definitely got a large sentiment of truth in it. But what I know for fucking sure is letting goofy ass niggas like Hot Wheels say that it's cool that women don't have any choices whenever they face with like a decision like that. And and honestly, y'all like it's just another economic barrier, because if you rich and white and you want an abortion, you live in Texas, you can just drive to the next state where you can do it. But if you like not rich, you don't have the resources to do that. Then like, what are your options now? You feel what I'm saying? Like, and that's why like these people in these positions don't have an issue creating these laws because when their daughters get pregnant, believe me, it's just like the vaccine. When they was doing all this shit where they was sowing vaccine hesitancy and they thought it was cute to pretend like COVID wasn't real while they was all vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? They talking about don't wear masks while their kids go to schools that mandate masks. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, you can't get an abortion. But if Greg Abbott's daughter, granddaughter gets pregnant by some little hood rat in fucking high school and they don't want y'all to find out about it they gonna take her right to her doctor he gonna give her an abortion and ain't nothing gonna happen because they rich and white and they can do that so that's why you know but it's like they they perpetuate a standard that makes poor white people think that they that because they they both have white in the title you don't know that the rich is the heavy word there the white don't even really mean shit so you know whatever it is what it is. That's my whole take on that, man. That's that's the white people do this shit. Weird ass nigga, Greg Abbott, man. So at the end of the day, man, we signing off with this shit, man. Remember, y'all, subscriptions starting live uh, two weeks from today. Um, it'll be four ninety nine a month, man. Make sure y'all tune in. Uh, the next fucking giveaway, bro, is going to be centered around a few things. One of the things is going to be obviously getting, I can see how many unique listeners listen to this. I know how many people listen to this, regardless of how long it takes y'all to listen to the podcast. I need y'all to start telling friends. I need you to like directly tell one person who, you know, or really fuck with this podcast about this podcast, plug them in. And like, I really want to see the numbers on this podcast double in the next two months. Like I need to see the viewers double in the next two months. I'm a initiate a, a platform to start putting together an email list. We're going to have a set number on the email list. And like, those are going to be the, the objectives that launch the merchandise for everyone. Cause I've had so many people ask me about t-shirts. When can, where can I get one? Where can I get wristbands? Where can I get this? Um, that shit is expensive. Launching a website is going to be expensive. Having the merchandise, being able to like do it consistently in the right way is going to be expensive. And before I take that platform, we got to kind of move the podcast up another level as far as uh, the amount of support, the amount of listeners, the the base that we have to kind of sell this merchandise, you know, just on some realistic shit. So y'all, like I said, y'all are the founding members. Y'all are the founding community of the uh, Fuck This Shit podcast. So y'all are in this with me, man. Uh, we moving the podcast over. I think I told y'all this before, man. I'm really going to start centering on just the Instagram of the podcast. That's obviously at Fuck This Shit Pod on Instagram. My personal Twitter, at DreDay4536, is where I'm the most active. So, y'all, please tap in with me there. Um, and, y'all, make sure you leave a review. Y'all, make sure you leave a review. It's so many of y'all who listen to this consistently. If, if There are literally more people who listen to this podcast in the first 24 hours than it's at than there are who have left the review. So I know you fuck with this shit. So come on, go ahead. Leave that review for your boy. That makes this shit go up higher on the list so more people listen to it. Real talk, y'all. Like, I'm highly invested in making this shit more successful. Like, the, the past few, like, months, I've been focusing on improving the quality improving the consistency those are two things that i feel like we're really starting to come to a head on so now it's just about really branching out and getting more ears on this podcast so that we can make this a bigger community kind of make this a bigger thing man this shit is fun i love doing it um and i shit you know no cap i need y'all's help to make this a bigger thing so we keep doing it i ain't gonna cap no lie 
I love y'all. But at the, at the number that we at right now, y'all going to get season three of F, uh, FTS podcast. And that might be your last season. You know, we can keep this year moving. We keep this shit popping. We can get the, the subscriptions up. We can get the merchandise popping. We can start generating an ecosystem where motherfuckers start really doing shit and having like dope player perfect times and shit like that, man. I, man, I want to like, man, I want to do some shit where if we reach like a certain like height, I want to like fly out. And do an episode with like a random ass fan, and like we like have like like y'all you like show me your fucking city type shit. Like I want to do a lot of dope shit with the podcast, y'all. So let that's one thing, man. Like let let's build this motherfucker together. Real talk, man. Until then, man. Y'all make sure y'all give me all the feedback, all the love in the world, man. Two weeks from now, y'all gonna have a new episode. Make sure you locked in all the social media. Make sure you tell a friend. Make sure you leave a review. Make sure y'all motherfuckers is ready next week. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much. I'll see y'all later. Peace.